0: Hey Line 3 started Good Morgan
1: Don't become one you see lessy chief So what's going on in the world Like rapted they do them good they do from corner corner pass.
0: Friend friends International T T T Internationality, international, international. road. This is democracy
2: now. Burma protests Monday's military coup by banging pots and pans from their windows as ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi faces police charges. We'll look at what the coup means for Rohingya refugees who face decades of repression under the Burmese military.
0: By the way, um, you know, I was one of Aung San Suu Kyi's greatest, uh, supporters and then she went to The Hague and she she rationalized she uh made excuses for the genocide against the Rohingya's which is really weird. I mean she I think maybe maybe she's got Stockholm syndrome to have identified with her oppressors and they, they she was they were the reason that she was in under house arrest for many years, so they didn't want, they refused to allow her to run for office.
1: Now in Myanmar, the military have declared a one-year state of emergency. That announcement is not good for the Rohingya people, too, because the military, together with the kind people, have tortured us a lot and carried out.
2: This is a Rohingya refugee.
1: Genocide. They made us homeless.
2: Then President Biden signs three new executive orders on immigration, even as hundreds have been deported. Advocates say far more needs to be done. We are working day in and day out with families that remain separated and tens of thousands of refugees who are stuck at the U.S.-Mexico border. And we were really disappointed to see that these executive orders do not offer any clear path toward reunification, um, nor do they undo any of the harmful policies of the Trump administration. Finally, Jeff Bezos has announced he's stepping down (laughs) as CEO of Amazon amidst new calls to break
0: how much you want to bet? He's, he's taking the money and he's running Got before one. they before they tax bazillionaires out of existence.
2: $1.7 trillion dollar company. All that and more coming up. Welcome to it's democracy too much, now. Dem- too much pressure.
0: Too much pressure now because they're they're gonna move to uh, break it up as well. They should. They should also break. Break up the media, the corporate media. Why
2: aren't they looking at the corporate media, Fox? The Fox. democracynow.org The Quarantine Report. I'm Amy Goodman. Shut it down. House Democrats say former President Trump was singularly responsible for the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol in a legal brief filed Tuesday ahead of next week's impeachment trial. The lawmakers write, quote, Trump summoned a mob to Washington, exhorted them into a frenzy and aimed them like a loaded cannon down Pennsylvania Avenue. They also argued Trump's baseless claims of election fraud helped rile up his base. Trump's lawyers wrote in their own brief that Trump had a right to question election results and that the trial is unconstitutional since he's no longer in office. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden and First Lady Biden paid their... People are the most slimy... Um. work jobs on the planet. Backs to Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, whose body lay in honor at the Capitol, Ropunda, on Tuesday evening. Five people lost their lives in the January six insurrection. Two officers died by suicide following the attack.
0: I want to look into the that. The U.S. Like, will why start did, shipping why coronavirus... They, why did two officers die of suicide after, after the um, Capitol Hill Terrace attack? I think maybe because uh, they had, uh, they realized that they were part of
2: <coughs>
0: an insurrection. That's my uh, immediate <coughs> take on that. I mean, that should be looked into. Why everybody's just saying that they they died of suicide? How come nobody's looking into why they died of suicide? Why? Why did they
2: fucking die of suicide? Virus vaccines to retail pharmacies. Or were
0: those possibly like? Uh, Were those were they possibly killed? Was it was it there some kind of malfeasance done there? Mal uh or uh not mischief, but uh I mean did they know too much or something like that? And and um I mean that's kinda how fucking mobsters operate. It's, they knew too much about uh how the um how it was an inside job
2: next week making the shot much more accessible to many around the country. The Biden administration also said it's increasing the weekly vaccine allocation for states, tribes, and territories by 5%, as public health experts urge speeding up vaccination as the best defense against fast-spreading variants. Top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, said 70 to 80% of the U.S. population should be fully vaccinated before the united states can return yeah, to a now. sense of normalcy less than two this we should all be fucking vaccinated
0: by now if we had if we if we didn't have fucking president jim jones who left office without a plan and uh he turned down 100 million doses in late july and that's why we ran out right now run out right now people can't get a vaccine and that means that probably another 100,000 people are going to die because we're right in the throes of of this pandemic, which is actually a plague. It's a plague,
2: folks. 2% of the population has been vaccinated so far. In related news, preliminary data from a new study show a single dose of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine could cut transmission of the coronavirus by 67%, and offer protection from the virus with up to 76% effectiveness for as long as 12 weeks. The findings support the strategy that some countries have employed of spacing out vaccine doses to get more people rapidly inoculated. On Capitol Hill, Democrats are moving forward with President Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package voting Tuesday to kickstart the budget reconciliation process, which would not require any Republican support. To pass the legislation. In other news from Washington, D.C., the Senate confirmed Alejandro Mayorkas as head of Homeland Security Tuesday, making him the first Latinx and first immigrant to lead the department. The Senate also confirmed Pete Buttigieg as transportation secretary, making the former South Bend, Indiana mayor and presidential candidate the first openly gay cabinet secretary in U.S. history. Meanwhile, the Senate Armed Services Committee held confirmation hearings. For Kathleen Hicks Tuesday, Biden's pick for Deputy Defense Secretary, Senator Elizabeth Warren, questioned Hicks on the $740 billion defense budget, which Warren called unconscionable. We continue to overinvest in defense while underinvesting in public health and so much more that would keep us safe and that would save lives. It's like a plot plan. Let me ask the question this way Dr. Hicks do you believe that we can find ways to lower the top line budget number and then spend that money more effectively without sacrificing our security kathleen hicks responded cutting the military budget would necessitate quote making decisions that may incur risk themselves Senator Elizabeth Warren, who's joining the Senate Finance Committee, said her first order of business would be to introduce legislation implementing a wealth tax on fortunes over $50 million. The tax would likely affect 75000 of the richest household. It's time to make the ultra-rich pay their fair share, Senator Warren said. Politico is reporting House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is leaning toward removing far-right Congressmember Marjorie Taylor Greene from the House Education Committee after meeting with her Tuesday night. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell condemned her, quote, loony lies and conspiracy theories Monday, while House Democrats introduced a resolution to strip her of her committee assignments over her history of violent threats and racist, anti-Muslim, and anti-Semitic comments.
0: Why are they just centering? Just remove her. She carried out sedition, charged her with fucking
2: sedition and arrest her. She's called for the killing of Nancy Pelosi and President Obama and has questioned in the past whether, in fact, the mass shootings at the Sandy Hook Elementary School and Parkland High School were, in fact, false flag operations.
0: In Russia, nationalists. Her mask keeps falling down, too. You can tell a Republican or a Thuglican because, like, they let their um, mask fall down below their nose and and, um,
2: their mask is poorly fitting. Opposition leader Alexei Navalny has been sentenced to three and a half years in prison. Navalny will serve around two and a half years since he has already served time under house arrest. His arrest has prompted mass street protests with thousands detained in Ooh. recent days. U.S. Secretary of State Tony Fucking Blinken Putin. and other officials around the world condemned the ruling and called for Navalny's release. In court- Putin poisoned this guy. Fucking just drive that piece of shit out of office. Fucking KGB arsehole. Throw him in prison. Navalny struck a defiant tone again, accusing Vladimir Putin of ordering his poisoning with the nerve agent Novichok in August and calling on his supporters to keep putting pressure on the Kremlin. You can't lock up the whole country, Navalny told the courtroom. Coronavirus vaccinations have started.
0: So they tried America.
2: in the occupied West Bank after Israel transferred the first batch of a total of 5,000 doses to inoculate frontline Palestinian health workers.
0: 5,000 doses. Give me a fucking break. 5,000 doses.
2: It's just like a drop in the
0: bucket.
2: And it's intentional. After coming under fire for refusing to share its vaccines with Palestinians. This is a West Bank resident commenting on the arrival of vaccines. The vaccine is good, but they are only giving it to the healthcare workers, not to the public. The occupied territories are also expecting to receive 37,000 doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine through the World Health Organization's COVAX scheme in mid-February. In the U.S., freshman New York Congress member Jamal Bowman called on Israel to vaccinate all Palestinians. He wrote, quote, As a black man living in America, I know the feeling of being neglected by my government and society, of <laughs> yeah. feeling like a second-class citizen or not a We're citizen it, at all, Bowman said.
0: In other news don't. from
2: the region, Serbia and Turkey have condemned Monday's establishment of diplomatic relations between Israel and Kosovo. Serbia objects to Israel's recognition of Kosovo's statehood as part of the deal, while Turkey says Kosovo's plan to open an embassy in Jerusalem is a violation of international law. Kosovo is to be the third country after the U.S. and Guatemala and the first Muslim-majority one to open an embassy in Jerusalem. Kosovo will also recognize Hezbollah as a terrorist group as part of the agreement. The normalization deal was announced by former President Trump last September. In Mexico, immigrant rights... At- In Mexico, immigration agents are under investigation for their possible involvement in the massacre of 19 people in the northern state of Tamaulipas. The 19 bodies were found shot and charred in a town near the U.S.-Mexico border in January relatives of asylum seekers from guatemala say they believe some of the dead could be their loved ones including teenagers who were trying to reach the u.s only four bodies have been identified two were guatemalan two were mexican back in the united states jeff bezos has announced he's stepping down as ceo of amazon the 1.7 trillion dollar company he founded in 1994 bezos romaine is executive chair and the company's biggest shareholder jeff bezos is now worth about 185 billion dollars after personally making over 70 billion dollars since the start of the pandemic jeff bezos will be succeeded in july by andy jassy who runs amazon's cloud computing division in a 2018 2018 interview with pbs frontline jassy dismissed concerns about amazon's market monopoly and the antitrust push against the company
1: we have a a relatively tiny share of the overall market segments in the categories in which we operate and i think the other thing to remember is that consumers and customers have a choice on where they spend their money simply because amazon decides to pursue a, a market segment doesn't mean that customers are going to spend their money there
2: Jassy also defended Amazon's decision to sell facial recognition software to police departments and foreign governments in the interview, though Amazon announced last summer it was banning police use of their facial recognition technology for one year amidst the historic Black Lives Matter and anti-police brutality uprising. In related news, Amazon will pay delivery drivers a settlement of $61.7 million after a Federal Trade Commission probe found it stole tips from its Amazon Flex what? drivers over two and a half years. Amazon used me? the tips earned by Flex drivers, hourly workers wow. who do not receive any benefits and make oh, deliveries shit. in their own vehicles to pay their That's wages. In South Florida, two FBI agents were fatally shot and three others wounded Tuesday morning in one of the deadliest shootings in the agency's history. The officers were shot while executing a search warrant in a child abuse case. The subject of the investigation was found dead and apparently barricaded himself inside an apartment complex. In Missouri, a 39-year-old black father died in the parking lot of a hospital after repeatedly being denied treatment. David Bell was turned away twice from the Barnes Jewish Hospital days before his death, despite reporting severe chest pain. On January 12th, he was denied proper treatment for a third time and died minutes later as his wife pushed him back to their car in a wheelchair. David Bell was a father of three and worked as board director at the local fire and rescue center. And here in New York, an anti-sex worker law, commonly known as the walking while trans ban, has been repealed, marking a major victory for sex workers and transgender advocates who've been pressuring state officials for years. The law, which prohibited loitering for the purpose of sex work, led to the disproportionate criminalization, police harassment, and arrests of black and brown trans people. And those are some of the headlines. This is Democracy Now!, democracynow.org, the quarantine report. I'm Amy Goodman. We begin today's show in Burma, where the military seized power Monday in a coup ousting the de facto leader Aung San Suu Kyi. Earlier today, Burmese police charged the former Nobel Peace Prize laureate, as well as Burma's deposed president, Uwen Myint. Hundreds of lawmakers, activists, and human rights defenders have also been detained since Monday's coup. Telecommunications have been cut in parts of Burma, which the military calls Myanmar. On Tuesday night, opponents of the coup protested by banging pots and pans outside their windows in Yangon you <laughs> Reuters reports staff at 70 hospitals and medical departments in 30 towns across Burma stopped work today to protest the military. On Tuesday, the Biden administration formally declared the military's action to be a coup, prompting a review of U.S. foreign assistance to Burma. Monday's coup unfolded hours before lawmakers were to take their seats in the opening of parliament following a November election in which the military made unsubstantiated claims of fraud. In the election, Aung San Suu Kyi's party won over 80 percent of the contested seats in the Burmese parliament. Aung San Suu Kyi spent years fighting against the Burmese military, winning the Nobel Peace Prize in 1991 for her efforts. She spent 15 years under house arrest before becoming Burma's de facto civilian leader in 2016. But in recent years, she's been condemned for presiding over a campaign of violence by Burma's military against the minority Rohingya Muslim community, which saw over one million Rohingya flee to neighboring Bangladesh. Many displaced Rohingya fear the coup will make it impossible for them to return home. This is Mohammed Salam speaking from the refugee camp in Cox's Bazar.
1: Now in Myanmar, the military have declared a one-year state of emergency. That announcement is not good for the Rohingya people, too, because the military, together with the Rakhine people, tortured us a lot and carried out genocide, and they made us homeless. We are now away from our home in Bangladesh, living under tents. Where is our children's education? There is nothing here for us. Now their military governs again. There are no benefits for us. They have arrested the democratic leader with military force. The fact they arrested such a leader would not be good for the people there.
2: To talk more about the coup in Burma, we're joined by Mang Zarni, a Burmese scholar, dissident and human rights activist living in exile in Britain. He's co-founder of the Free Rohingya Coalition, as well as the Forces of Renewal for Southeast Asia, or FORCY, a grassroots network of pro-democracy scholars and human rights activists across Southeast Asia. Mang Zarni, thanks so much for being with us. Um, Start off by talking about what happened this week. Talk about what unfolded in Burma. country that the military calls Myanmar.
1: Well, the military decided that uh, uh, they could no longer play this democracy game with Aung San Suu Kyi after two election cycles uh, you know, starting 2015 and November 2022 and uh, uh, expect to beat Aung San Suu Kyi. So basically what happened was that the military uh, is uh, you know uh, completely outfoxed uh, legally as well as uh, you know it, uh, at the poll so that's why the military decided to wreck the game and uh, what is interesting is what <clears throat> tri- you know uh, there are personal factors that trigger uh, this coup of, on monday the commander in chief uh, may al-line has a price tag on his head because he is named uh, one of the uh, criminal or, or basically number one criminal against uh, uh, humanity with respect to uh, Rohingya genocide. And so that's one reason. And the, the other one is, of course, you know, the they saw what happened on January 6th, uh, the, the storming of the U.S. Capitol, and they saw what is going on in China, Russia. The ideological climate moving towards the far right around the world emboldened the generals that this is the time to end this democracy game with Aung San Suu Kyi.
2: So can you talk about the U.S. US response? You have— President Biden issuing a statement where he refers to Burma, not Myanmar, as President Obama also did, referred to Burma, Uh, and the issue of whether to call it a coup d'etat. On Monday, Biden uh, said the U.S. is, quote, taking note of those who stand with the people of Burma in this difficult hour and urged the international community to pressure the Burmese military to relinquish power, lift restrictions on communications, and free all officials and activists who've been detained. He also suggested the U.S. may again impose sanctions on Burma. And of course, if they call it a coup d'état, it would require that they cut off aid to Burma.
1: Yes, yeah, I think the aid. call you're designating a military uh, the coup, coup uh, as as coup as should it should be uh, obviously automatically trigger immediate freezing of aid but it's not a lot. I think like over a hundred u s million dollars in development or civil society aid or humanitarian aid to Burma. but I think that, you know I think we money, should actually. also uh, uh, you know not forget the fact that the United States has in some ways contributed to this situation hmm. you know in two thousand and ten. Uh, when the the Burmese military decided to play ball with the Western democracies. They brought in this essentially a very limited form of democracy where the military generals play regions uh, to the civilian uh, Democrats. And so the last 10 years we have lived with this, basically the big lie that we are democratizing and that uh, this is a fragile transition with Suu at its helm. Well, on Monday, the military itself killed and buried that line.
2: So talk about Aung San Suu Kyi's role. She's been arrested. Um, The president has been arrested. Uh, Now, today, the latest news is they're being charged, I think, she for having, they said, illegal radios, uh, you know, gotten from abroad, finding that in her home. But the role that she has played, I mean, she was considered a freedom fighter for so long, won the Nobel Peace Prize under house arrest for so many years by the military, its chief critic. Then she became its chief spokesperson person and justified um, what happened to the Rohingya um, uh, Muslims that were forced, ultimately, about a million of them into neighboring Bangladesh. Now they have turned on her, the woman who has defended them for all these past few years?
1: Well, you know, Amy, as you know, uh, I was a foot soldier uh, supporting her and uh, campaigning for her release, and then you know the uh, be, uh, uh, the divestment and boycott campaign in the u s for the longest time and uh, you know I saw her actually at the International Court of Justice uh, in a different room when she was actually defending the military and uh, denying the charges of uh, of genocide and then, so it 's really painful uh, as a dissident to see the, you know, really, uh, uh, the metamorphosis, metamorphosis of Aung San Suu Kyi from this, uh, the human rights defender, a uh, Democrat dissident to, you know, uh, becoming the military's the defenders, columnist. the spokesperson. Two things happened. One was she miscalculated uh, that, uh, you know, if she kept on placating the military, uh, the which her father founded some 75 years ago, uh, calling the military generals her brothers because they were, she considered them her father's sons. Uh, but she thought that the military would cooperate with her to truly democratize the country and then return to the barracks. Well, that proved to be wrong. We have, I have always said. Uh, that this will not work. Uh, I came from an extended military family. The the military has no interest in democratizing the country and no commitment to democratic values whatsoever. And the second reason is she herself is an anti-Muslim racist. She shares the view that Rohingya Muslims do not belong in Burma, that's a view the army has institutionalized and the public has embased, embraced. So, so. Zarni, I wanted of to the- go
2: to Aung San Suu Kyi in her own words. This yeah. was back at the Hague in 2019, defending the Burmese military's treatment of the Rohingya.
1: Regrettably, the Gambia has placed before
2: the court an incomplete and misleading factual picture of the situation in Rakhine State in Myanmar. Yet, it is of the utmost importance that the court assess the situation obtaining on the ground in Rakhine dispassionately and accurately. The significance of this case um, uh, in The Hague, uh, Zarni, and then what will happen to the Rohingya now with the military seizing power?
1: Well, I think the military has institutionalized the uh, you know g- g- genocidal persecution of rohingyas since 1970s and uh, you know there are uh, far more rohingyas uh, uh, dispersed across the world than rohingyas in the country there are about half a million rohingyas in open air prison camps in western myanmar about 100 and- Uh, 20,000 in what the German officials call concentration camps. Uh, The the rest are in, uh, you know, uh, um, these uh, vast uh, villages from where they cannot uh, leave. And then there is one million Rohingyas in Bangladesh waiting to be repatriated. We cannot, uh, uh, you know, expect uh, the perpetrators of genocide to welcome back the survivors of genocide. It is like uh, telling the Rohingya to go back to Auschwitz, uh, you know, <laughs> telling them, uh, the victims of the uh, Nazi assets uh, to go back to Auschwitz because you've got uh, new bathrooms and you know, new paint. So the repatriation is completely off the table.
2: Well, I want to thank you, Mung Zarni, for joining us. Uh, Burmese scholar, dissident human rights activist, will continue to follow what unfolds. Co-founder of the Free Rohingya Coalition, as well as the Forces of Renewal for Southeast Asia, known as FORSI, this grassroots network of pro-democracy scholars and human rights activists across Southeast Asia. When we come back, President Biden has halted deportations, he said, of immigrants, and yet hundreds and hundreds of immigrants have been deported in the last days under the new administration. Stay with us.